The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, principal at Top Sale Strategies, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, Chuck Martin. You may know Chuck, IOT Daily. He has an article on wearables and all that data. You you know, if you have a Fitbit or maybe some other wearable fitness tracker, you're probably wondering what's going on with that data. Well, you know what to do with the data because you get it. But what are marketers doing with the data? Well, Chuck is writing about a startup that's going to leverage all that wearable data for marketing. Mondelez International, one of its brands, Trident Gum, you know those folks, are partnering with Strap. Now, that's the startup to leverage that data. It's going to be a 90-day test. Come and Go is also going to be a partner here. So it's Trident, Come and Go, and Strap, the startup. They're going to be tapping into that human data intelligence that wearables provide. You know, that's collected across four major categories, movement, sleep, body metrics, and food. And what they're doing is taking a look at all of that and trying to figure out, hmm, can we actually use this data to launch an innovation aimed at transforming the consumer retail experience? That's the quote-unquote goal there. Now, they're still not sure exactly what they're going to get because they haven't started diving into that data, but the data supposedly will enlighten them. So that's, like I said, a 90-day test. Strap currently creates technology that captures and analyzes data from those wearable devices, and they take a white labeling approach, including its technology inside a brand's app. So according to Chuck Martin, This is what can happen. When a customer opens an app, like from Trident, a message will be displayed asking the person if they want to connect their personal device to the app. Now, if a person has a device like a fitness tracker, they could select to authorize that device data be shared with the brand. You following me on how that works? So you have the ability to opt in on sharing that data. And from there, it'll be very darn interesting to see what brands do with that data. At the end of the day, what they're really trying to do is create a more meaningful experience for their customers. And the more they know about their customers, the more meaningful it should be. So stick around. We're going to hear more, I think, from Strap and Trident and Come and Go by the end of the year, at least early 2016. Our purse profile today is the reasonable luxury mom. This is a woman 35 to 45, married with kids under age 11 in the house, up to 250000 annual income, a little over a million of these women, 50% graduated from college, and their attitudes really are they want the best. They probably can't afford, frankly, to have a lot of luxury items, but then they're also thinking about being a mom and what it means to spend on their home and their kids and 
try to avoid all that guilt and selfishness when it comes to things for themselves. So they really do struggle with how to spend. They do use shopping as an escape. Their retail environments themselves are an escape in themselves. And they love luxury. Luxury is where it's at. They love owning quality goods. They'll pay more for them. They'll travel an hour or more to even get to them. And they consider those factory outlet stores to be good places to pick those luxury items up for a good price. They're in the car a lot and their kids have an impact on where they go and what they buy. They will shop around for the best price and they're looking for special offers as well. Uh, And they love their brands, people. They love their brands. They're always shopping for their favorite brands. They consider themselves to be happy and very happy with their standard of living and an optimist as well. So when it comes to brands, what are they shopping? MAC for makeup is one, Chanel for clothing, when it comes to wine, Kendall Jackson, Jacobs Creek. At retail, they're looking at Victoria's Secret, Calvin Klein as well. Gap, although I wouldn't call Gap luxury, but J. Crew is up there as well. They're driving a Honda, Volvo, Audi, or Mercedes Benz. They're online at Disney and Amazon, as well as watching a lot of Nick Jr. and Disney, as you can imagine. Well, my guest today is Roman Sagel. He's the VP of Marketing at Ahology. Ahology is an official Pinterest marketing development partner. That means that Pinterest refers big brands to them so that they can help those brands really optimize the platform itself, which has become much more complex over recent years. Well, Ahology has just unveiled the second year of its 2015 Pinterest media study, and we're going to get some insights on what's changing on Pinterest, who's on Pinterest, how you can engage with those people on Pinterest. So stick around. More from Purse Strings when we return after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Finding links to improve your rankings in the search engines is time-consuming and frustrating for many of us. The Hoth is the go-to company to help lighten your link-building load. Their white-label SEO was made specifically for agencies, in-house SEOs, and affiliates. The Hoth also offers high-quality custom local citation building to improve search rankings in Google's Maps and localized results. Providing fulfillment for some of the largest SEO companies in the world, The Hoth offers link and citation building services you can trust. Get $20 in link building or citation building credits free by going to thehoth.com slash radio. T-H-E-H-O-T-H dot com slash radio. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. 
power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Ritan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Roman Segel. He's the Vice President of Marketing at Hology, official Pinterest marketing development partner. What does that mean, you may be asking? Well, Ahology is the marketer's solution for Pinterest. It's an official Pinterest marketing developer partner, and their job is to optimize technology, license content, and focus expertise that helps brands, you know, brands that might be you listening out there today. So they also do a, a ton of research, get a lot of insights from their work with Pinterest, and in fact, that's the reason Ramon is on the show today. He's going to be talking about Ahology's 2015 Pinterest meeting Media study, and I'm thrilled to have you on. Welcome. Thank you, Maria. It's great to be on the show. Well, so happy to have you. You know, Pinterest is hugely popular, as you well know, and my listeners especially are engaging in Pinterest quite a bit, hoping to intersect, especially with that female consumer on the platform. But before we get into the results of your research, talk a little bit about how one becomes a Pinterest marketing development partner. It sounds like a really cool thing to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Pinterest has been around more than five years now, and at Ahology, we've been around three years. And along the way, Pinterest is trying to figure out how to help businesses establish a more valuable presence on Pinterest. So to do that, they launched what's called the Marketing Developer Partners Program. It's basically a program that helps businesses optimize and scale their Pinterest marketing and, frankly, improves the Pinterest experience for pinners. It's really made up of a limited, carefully selected group of developer partners, technology companies like Ahology, who meet the needs of kind of what businesses need to do on Pinterest and align with Pinterest's core value of putting pinners first. They basically give us access to their backend API, and it allows us to access the Pinterest platform directly with our technology so we can do all sorts of automatic, algorithmic-based things to basically build custom tools on our end and services, again, for businesses to more effectively use Pinterest. So, you know, we've been kind of courting each other. We're part of a select group of companies. And as Pinterest is making recommendations to big brands and businesses on who to work with, we're kind of on that shortlist. Ah, lucky you, because everybody wants to be on Pinterest, I feel like, from a brand standpoint. And it is really about creating meaningful engagement. You know, I think over time, our approach to brands and social platforms have evolved quite significantly. We've gone from quantity numbers to quality numbers. So how do you make those meaningful engagements that just happen to be on Pinterest? Yeah, you know, Pinterest is really such a unique platform. It's less like social and more like search. So when you kind of look at Pinterest through that lens, it's the number one platform for content discovery right now. And people are planning for the future. It's at the heart of what's important, that planning tool for all of life's important events, whether it's your wedding, back to school, holiday shopping, a new home. And so to kind of look and build technology solutions and service solutions, you kind of have to start with the first question. What sort of content should I be pinning and sharing? So from the get-go, what Ahology really specializes in is understanding consumer insights and trends about what kind of content people are sharing on Pinterest. What's trending? When is it trending? What kind of content does your brand have? And then what we do is we also supplement a brand's content with licensed images and articles from our exclusive content network. So the first thing we have to establish is what's the right content strategy? Because Pinterest is all about content discovery and you as a brand 
want your content to be discovered. Our software then moves into kind of optimization mode. It's now you've got great content. What's the best way to distribute it? Whether it's image optimization, you know, cropping that image into that perfect vertical image that's going to show up in those fixed width vertical rails of Pinterest and be optimized for mobile. Enhancing the copy, we literally use artificial intelligence, unique kind of proprietary technology that recommends on the fly keywords, or as we like to call them, lift words, that you might want to add to your pin copy to you know, increase your repin rate, the amount of sharing you're getting. And last but not least, it's how do you distribute that content intelligently? So we employ an intelligent scheduling algorithm that might know right now desserts are trending after dinner time, East Coast Standard Time. So we might automatically kind of distribute that content. And then last but not least, you know, once you've sourced the best content, you've optimized that content and distributed that content, how do you scale it? So the other thing we do is kind of taking the insights from the sourcing and the optimizing and then apply it to paid media strategies like promoted pins, creating custom content, and lots of other sort of optimizations you can do to really scale your business on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. It's really quite scientific, isn't it? I mean, it, yeah. it feels like there's a lot of science behind that. That's the ology in our name. So we are the uh, science behind the aha content discovery moments on Pinterest. (laughs) Well, you live and breathe your brand, that's for sure. (laughs) And you talked about big brands. You know, Pinterest has referred many big brands to you all because of what you do and you do it so well. Can you give me some examples of brands you've been really able to move the needle on for Pinterest? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we work with a lot of phenomenal brands, big and small, at some of the world's biggest companies like Kraft, PepsiCo, brands at Pepsi like their Frito-Lay chips and Quaker oatmeal. We work with a lot of brands at Kellogg's, Campbell's. But then we also work with a lot of great content brands like Stylecaster and BuzzFeed. So we like to work with big brands, but we also like to work with independent content publishers. So people who are creating those great recipes, those great DIY articles, wedding content, baby content, travel content. We actually have a unique publisher partner plan where we reach out to these independent content creators and also give them access to our tools. So it's not just big brands, but it's independent content creators. Okay. Very cool. Well, let's get to the media study because that's what really captured my attention. Anytime I see a good study out there, I'm always wanting to dive in a little bit deeper. I know it's the second year in a row you fielded the Pinterest media study. Was anything changing from year to year that you saw? Yeah, you know, we saw a lot of growth across the board in key demographics. Habits and behaviors continue to change. In some cases, they stay constant. But what we really wanted to do this year was not just take a look at all the demographics from last year so we can compare them, but we also wanted to dig deeper on the questions we were getting out of last year's study from our clients and our partners. What's going on with key demographics like moms, Hispanics, men, which are the fastest growing demographic on Pinterest? What's really happening on mobile devices with Pinterest? How are people using Pinterest in-store? Promoted pins, which just came out. And then, frankly, Pinterest is starting to expand internationally, so we decided to take a look at other key markets like Canada and the United Kingdom. So we saw a lot of changes across the board in demographic growth, but then we also started to see increases in diversity, increases in usage behaviors, usage patterns, the kind of content that people are looking for. Mm-hmm. And you referred to this a little bit earlier about the men. Men are growing on Pinterest. We know that it's been a platform dominated by women. We know the UK, I think, has a very large number of men, but they seem to be an anomaly. Talk a little bit about men becoming a little bit more engaged on the platform. Absolutely. You know, men are absolutely on the rise on Pinterest. More than two-thirds of active male pinners have joined Pinterest in the past year, and that's in the United States. You mentioned the UK. You know, it's the, the mix in the UK does tilt a little bit towards more towards men. 
by our counts in our study, about 36% of active pinners in the UK are male versus, you know, kind of 20-80 split in the United States. And, you know, what's happening, what we think is driving that, and it's kind of a hypothesis, is women are using Pinterest as they're planning their life's events, whether it's my wife and I planning the house we're one day going to move into, or my sister planning Halloween with her husband, or just our friends talking to their husbands, boyfriends, about what they're going to cook for dinner tonight. Men are being pulled into this platform about planning and then discovering their own sort of content. We see different types of content verticals that perform well for men. Obviously, men's fashion does better for men than it does women. We also see technology and automotive and kind of geeky sort of things doing real, real well for men. But, you know, men are also really big on home improvement as opposed to home decor. Men are also really big on food and recipes. And we're starting to tease out the differences in the types of recipes and things. So while Pinterest does often kind of get the MO of being the social network for women, it absolutely isn't. It's about content discovery. And I think men are really starting to wake up to the platform. <laughs> men have just been a little bit slower to figure out how cool it is. I think that's, that's what it- that's, a, that's probably a bigger trend. We as a species are a little slower. <laughs> <laughs> you said that. I did not, just for the record. You, said sure. you alluded to some of the other demographic changes. You talked a little bit about Hispanic makeup on the platform. Talk about some of the shifts that you're seeing when it- Uh, Not just the gender shift, but other demographic makeup shifts. Uh, Absolutely. So as you mentioned, Hispanics, membership of Hispanics on Pinterest is growing. More than half of all Hispanics on Pinterest have joined in the last year. So we continue to see some acceleration there. Other demographics, you know, 67% of active pinners are under the age of 40. That's a plus 27% increase since 2014. 82% of active pinners are female. That's actually down 5%, which again, supports the idea that there are more men showing up on the platform. Women are still there in large numbers, so it's just the composition is tilting a little more towards men as men grow faster. When we think about usage, 42% of active pinners claim to be early adopters of not just new technology, but new ideas, whether it's recipes or home decor. And that's a 10% increase from last year. The other interesting demographic things we see beyond the international, the ethnicity, the gender, is what are they doing on Pinterest? So people are using Pinterest as a replacement for other media consumption, whether it's 49% replacing magazines with Pinterest, 60% replacing catalogs with Pinterest, 46% replacing search engines with Pinterest. And that kind of media switching really talks to the unique nature of Pinterest because it's about content discovery. It's instead of flipping through a magazine and tearing out recipes or dog-earing restaurant recommendations, people are discovering that content on Pinterest. And that's where they're saving. That's where they're discovering the content. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. You may not be prepared for this, but are you seeing younger and younger populations getting involved in Pinterest, you know, the the 18 and under, even the tweeners? You know, the data still TBD there from our end. You know, when we did our survey, we weren't, you know, you typically can't survey under a certain age. Right. But we do see millennial moms being kind of the core demographic of Pinterest. And that's frankly the demographic that's the most interesting to marketers because they're on the yeah. rise. Their purchasing power is growing as they buy houses, they have kids, they buy cars, et cetera. Yeah, and they're so huge. I mean, it's such a huge demo. I mean, it's just a huge generation. I mean, it's just in massive quantities of numbers of people. It's going to have a huge impact. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk about return on investment because I know I get into these conversations with my clients all the time about the return on investment on social and specifically Pinterest. So stick around more from Ramon when we return in just a moment. Her strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Ritan. I've been chatting today with Roman Sagal. He is the VP of Marketing at Ahology. Ahology is the official Pinterest marketing development partner working with Pinterest to really drive momentum for brands on the platform. And Roman has been on the show today talking about insights from Ahology's 2015 Pinterest media study. It's the second year in a row that they fielded this study. And we've been talking a lot about changes in demographic makeup, gender makeup, some of the insights that have come out from the study. And, you know, I know I always get challenged on return on investment. I know Pinterest has been making some changes in the past year. Advertising, probably one of the biggest changes there. Have these changes impacted how consumers use the site? You know, it's really interesting. Pinterest was very intentional and methodical about how they released and tested advertising on their site because they want to put pinners first. Um, Their bread and butter is their users, the folks who come back to the site every day and share content and click off of Pinterest to go discover great, meaningful content on the web. So when creating an ad solution, they wanted to create something that enhanced the pinner experience but also provided a way for brands to kind of promote meaningful, great content. So with promoted pins in our media consumption study, we've been asking about them for the last couple of years. And last year, Pinterest started to make headlines around promoted pins and was getting it out in beta. This year, it's been out in full effect at scale with big brands and small businesses. So the consumers we surveyed in our study, 47% of active pinners are aware of promoted pins, which is about a 26% increase from last year. But many, frankly, don't notice or mind them which indicates this idea of Pinterest ads or promoted pins are not necessarily received as advertising by consumers because what's happening is brands aren't just putting a a billboard ad or a print ad out there. They're putting a meaningful piece of content, a great recipe, a great beauty look, and they're choosing to promote that 
So they're basically adding value through meaningful content. So between promoted pins and buyable pins, which launched a couple of months ago, Pinterest is really on the verge of something really interesting that hasn't been done that often before. Advertising that doesn't interrupt necessarily, but instead adds value to people's lives. And I think a lot of marketers are starting to wake up to this idea, especially when they see the earned media potential. Right. Well, you know, it all comes down to sales, right? I mean, that's at the end of the day what brands are seeking. They're seeking to drive, of course, awareness, preference, and ultimately sales. So a large number of those active pinners are buying products that they see on Pinterest. I'm imagining that that's happening online and offline. Can brands figure out how it pays off in store? Absolutely. You know, uh, one of the most interesting facts that we've been getting out of our study the last couple of years is understanding how Pinterest behaviors are impacting in-store behavior. So about 75 to 80% of Pinterest usage occurs on a mobile device. So what we're seeing is a large number of consumers are pulling up pins in-store on their mobile device because they're not carrying a computer in the store. (laughs) So what we're also seeing is 73% of pinners bought a product that they found on Pinterest, and that's a 48% increase from last year. So this high level of mobile consumption, pulling up those recipe ideas when you're at the shelf or looking up clothing inspiration while you're shopping at the mall, this is really starting to impact people's behaviors in the offline world. So it's not just about e-commerce, which Pinterest is a game changer for traffic leading to sales online, but also in the real world, when we're at Target, when we're at Walmart, when we're at Kroger, at those shopping occasions and you're kind of making the decision at the shelf, people are referring to the content they have previously been on Pinterest or looking up new content at the shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's becoming a little bit more 360, it sounds like, in people's lives. Everything from research to maybe even comparison shopping or you know learning about something that maybe you didn't know about before, but you saw the image and you want to dig a little bit deeper. You mentioned earlier about some of the ways Pinterest has kind of replaced maybe magazines. You know, if you're trying to come up with a new look for your home instead of ripping it out of, you know, House Beautiful, for example you might be going online. Are there some other maybe uh, different ways consumers are using Pinterest that are replacing traditional approaches other than that? Yeah, obviously Pinterest usage, a lot of it's coming from magazines and catalogs, but we also see a lot of Pinterest usage or call it replacement coming from other types of media, whether it's just using the internet or other social media sites, reading online publications. Search is a big one. People are starting their searches in Pinterest first instead of Google or Bing. Mm -hmm. People are using Pinterest as a starting point for shopping online. We see massive gains in people sourcing their Pinterest usage from reading the newspaper, reading magazines, and even watching television. There's only so many hours in a day, and Pinterest is kind of like this great on-demand, perfectly curated magazine for for (laughs) him or her. And so I think consumers are really starting to see that value. It's the place where they start. It's the place where their planning starts, their discovery starts. And as a result, there are only so many hours in the day, so it comes from something else. Yeah, tell me about it. I have two girls, and they spend a ton of time on Pinterest. And it totally has replaced magazines for them. And they will go to Pinterest first for inspiration, and then it will actually drive purchase. My daughter just bought a dress for homecoming because of what she saw on Pinterest. So it's happening real time here in the Maria Retan household. So I'm living and breathing it every day. I know this is critical for brands. I'm sure you would advocate for brands to be on Pinterest, but do you feel every brand needs to be on Pinterest? What's your thought on that? 
You know, it really has more to do with is the brand ready for content marketing and is the brand believe in both owned content and then kind of the earned media effect of great content being shared. There are a lot of examples, you know, sometimes we'll talk to big food brands and they're like, of course, food brands should be on Pinterest or beauty brands, of course, beauty brands should be on Pinterest. But a great case study is a financial services brand, Bank of America is active on Pinterest. Because if you think about the products that Bank of America is selling, they're selling insurance, savings accounts, etc. And it's this idea of life stages and planning. And as we said earlier, Pinterest is kind of used for planning the different moments in your life and discovering content around that, whether it's getting ready to buy a new house, have a new baby, get ready for a big vacation or retirement. So what it really boils down to is your brand is the curator of great content. You definitely want to be the creator of great content. But how does your brand fit into consumers' lives? And then how do you meaningfully add value through that content? If you can answer those questions, and obviously, Ology, we work with a ton of great brands, we'd love to be part of that conversation. But if you can figure out how to meaningfully add value to your consumers via content, or if you have a right to win there, then you have a right to win on Pinterest. Because Pinterest is the number one platform for content discovery. And we think, frankly, a lot of great brands have a right to win there. And we think people are, brands are still kind of waking up to this idea because they're overwhelmed with a lot of choices. But once they realize Pinterest is truly an earned media game changer versus some of the other choices in their digital or their marketing toolkit, you really start to see them get active in the content creation and curation business on Pinterest. Very good. Very good rule of thumb. If you're ready to get into the content creation part of the brand, then you're probably ready for Pinterest. Very good. Raman, thank you so much for being on today. I want to drive everybody to your website because you can read about this research fielded for around Pinterest by Ahology. And I want to spell Ahology for everybody. It's Aha, A-H-A and L-O-G-Y, A-H-A-L-O-G-Y dot com backslash research. Anything else, Roman, that you would recommend people tap to reach you guys? You know, just visit our website. If you're a brand, reach out to us. If you're a content creator, a blogger, a recipe maker, a tastemaker, an influencer, reach out to us. We have a lot of different solutions for your business, or at minimum, we'd love to kind of have a talk. If you find yourself in Cincinnati, Chicago, New York, San Francisco, look us up. We'd love to have a conversation. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on today and sharing the results of your Pinterest media study. Maria, thank you so much for your time. You bet. And thanks to everyone for listening today. Thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. And join me right here next week for another edition of Purse Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.